Mikey. Wow, wowza. Yikes. Holy shit. What? Oh my God. What? We're back, man. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I love the excitement. We are back. What's up, y'all? This is another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We've just been kicking it here. Tyler on demand, Jimmy McMoney on the other end. What's up, homie? Yeah, 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 How yeah, you yeah, been, yeah, McMuns? Yeah. McMuns, it's been a little second. Yeah, I'm back in D-Town, baby, That's not Detroit. Right. He uh, migrated back down south, back where it's warm, you know? he hit The birds are flock. What's the phrase? The birds fly south in a flock together. Did you just make that up? Because I've never heard that before. I think I did then. I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> I also not really to. a saying. It's just it's just what birds do. It's just evolution and nature. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I guess it's just natural compass. But yeah, that's right, man. You're back in your hometown. The first thing I saw you advertise that you were back in the South was you pulled up to some fast food place, ordered like, it's I don't know, a rack some... of ribs. What would oh. you get? <laughs> ordered like a whole cow and then like a diet soda to wash it down. Diet James, come on, bro. All right. <laughs> First of all, there's a few things that I got to correct you on. <laughs> I'll target the diet thing. It was a large root beer, the oh, opposite good. of diet. I love it. And two, it's not some fast food place. It is the one and only Whataburger. Hey, 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 hey. Whataburger is the best fast food. Water or what? Like what? Oh. It's Whataburger. It's Whataburger, Whataburger. Whataburger. It's, it's spelled what a... Burger, right? You know, once you get used to saying it really fast, it's just what a burger. What a burger. What a burger. Are you trying to go to Whataburger? How do they say it in Dallas, like with the draw? Uh, what a burger. I'm trying to go to Whataburger. Why well, I want to go see some Whataburger? Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, and I've I never got heard of it. the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Oh, the, that oh, sounds actually really fucking good. A powerful creation. It's got two <laughs> pieces of buttered up Texas toast, toasted perfectly, yeah. so they're golden brown, and then you put. Three pieces of chicken strips yeah. right in the middle, fried <laughs> with their perfect seasoning. Oh, my God. And he puts some cheddar cheese and Monterey cheese on top mm. of that. And you slam it down, let it melt on top. Slam it. And then he put those in between the bun. Mm. Mm, love going with between a, the buns. A, a drizzle. <laughs> More than a drizzle. You drown that bitch in barbecue sauce, too. Oh, <laughs> And this is like, what if they did commercials on phone sex hotlines? Like, that's what this would be. <laughs> Just advertising for fucking Hardee's and We Got the Meats <laughs> and all the ways. Oh, that sounds delicious. I've never heard of this place, though. I've never been there, but I need to try it. I didn't see it. I was just in, down in Nashville in the south for a little bitty bit as well. Shout out mm-hmm. Alexander Henry Mill, the producer. We were down there doing some tings, maybe to be... Uh, uh, divulged one day, still not, yeah, still can't be on pod, but okay, okay, nah, nah, nah. We could talk about Nashville itself, but not, you know, yeah. you know, we just, yeah, you know, we had the boys be out here, okay, you okay, know, okay. Yeah. no, but I just like, I love the South, man, and just the draw thing we were talking about with Whataburger, and just I heard so much of the accent, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. We went to a <laughs> diner, got the classic, oh, what you need, baby, don't worry about it, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah. I love the sound. This is what I need. Just constant <laughs> coddling and reassurance from strangers. That's what I yeah. need. Random people just telling calling you sugar. Right? And it's what? like, oh, that's so comforting. <laughs> I feel so safe here now. I feel so good. And I actually heard one of the waitresses say, oh, y'all come back now, okay? And I was like, that's uh-huh. real? People actually say that? <laughs> I thought that was just the thing. But that's dope. I will say, though, a lot of fats in that diner. Lots of fats. Lot you call them of fat. fats now? Just yeah. Fat people? Yep. No, I mean fat people. I mean fat molecules. I mean like water-soluble fat, trans fat, saturated fats. 
both in human form and food form. Yes, there was a lot of that All in fats. this diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like hunt for a vegetable on that menu. It was crazy the things I was seeing on there, like fried donut sandwich and shit like that. I'm like, yo, whoa. <laughs> yeah. like, well, whoa. you know, I think that's breakfast, in, by uh, the way. That's under all day yeah. breakfast. <laughs> what the hell? Most places got all day breakfast down here. The portions are enormous, though. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm yes, a sir. skinny guy, bro. I can't really eat like that. And I see them that's bring out those breakfast tacos. Whoa. Have some leftovers for later. You take oh, a nap, bounce back. Well, we, we're going out, so it's not like I could carry the tacos to the bar. You should have. I probably could have, but it just wouldn't have Yeah, you probably could have. I, I wasn't allowed into a bar at one place because I had my backpack because I'm just, you know, schoolboy book bag. And they're like, yeah, dude, that's too big. Like, it's going to just get it in the way. <laughs> like, it's just going to come from people. high school, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had come from because we were at, you know, this conference thing. And it was, I'll be honest, a little, you know, a little boring at one point. So we were like, let's go downtown and then we'll come back later for the event we want. And yeah, we just popped, which was sick. We just popped into the, so Broadway Street, for anybody listening, this is the first time I've ever been to Nashville. James said he hasn't been there except layover. So some people might know, some people might not, but the main music row street Broadway, where it's just a bunch of bars and a bunch of live music pretty much all day. Like we were there, we got there on a Wednesday and it was popping on a Wednesday night, like really a lot. Like it was a lot. And then this time I was just talking about the, during the day with my bag, it was like Friday, midday maybe noon, one, people were popping. It was crowded. It was the first night we went out, we, we were, cause we were like seven, 10 minutes away from that street. We started at kind of just like a little sidebar, uh, not on the main street yet, but we hadn't realized that we weren't on the main street. It was cool. There was like an old guy band. They were dope. They were just jamming. It was maybe like 40 year olds and up and we're like, okay, okay. This is a cool vibe, you know? And mm -hmm. then uh, I remember leaving. I forgot who said it, but someone was like, now, okay, let's find somewhere a little younger. Like the demographic, <laughs> a little more younger. We're like it's got to be around here somewhere. And so you we could get wait. Go, you could get some good stories from some old people. No, absolutely. I and I put that. No, absolutely. And if it was that type of night, it would have been sick. It's just like, oh, this is clearly the old people are trying to vibe. You know, like it's oh, the, and we were trying to get wild. You there? No, I, <laughs> you want the younger people? I, maybe I don't know. I mean, I was like head head nodding with the old lady next to me. I think she was a little worried when we first came in because you know, obviously, uh, just yeah, your skin color rambunctious. <laughs> <laughs> It's what possible. Was the, what, what was the diversity rate? In That's that? a good question, yeah. man. Honestly, everywhere was probably like 70, 30, white to black. Right. Wow. And wow. 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 Maybe that's, you know, those numbers might be hyperbole, but that was the feel. So it's like the reality is kind of close to that, you know, but that's not like I don't give a shit about that shit. I mean, obviously, I love to be around black people, all people. It's great, but I don't care if it's mostly white. I'm not one that course. gets uncomfortable. Right. And yeah. as I was saying to James, surprisingly beautiful women there and, you know. I don't I'm know not why you say too because I just didn't know what to expect. Like I don't know what to expect anywhere now. But I was just, and I was also saying to James, fats, so I think, apparently, you yeah. Fats. Well, uh, yep. <laughs> you know, I think there's yep. a stat that says uh, most couples after their first year gain weight. Like yeah, on that's average, cool. They gain weight because it's love, love. You, you get comfortable <laughs> you get with yourself, it. with the other person. You don't right. care what you look like anymore, and that's how it is in the South. Yeah. Everyone loves themselves and their food and their people. So well, just... yeah, I don't know about love yourself because there's a lot of heart attack that you're putting. Like you're increasing those chances every time you eat one of those sandwiches. Yeah, but <laughs> that's future problems, future self. That's true. So it's present self love. Yes, I oh, feel yeah. that. Live in the I moment. Feel... No, no. I, listen, I have no, I have no problem with weight and gaining weight. I have problem with obesity and unhealthy and unsightly. Sure. Unsightly. Well, because unsightly is usually not the healthiest. Like, I'm not talking about thick. I'm not talking about some muffin top. I'm talking about some cake top. Like, I'm talking about mm. looking like an ice cream cone on a hot summer day. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I do. 
always wonder how it gets to the point where people are like not even able to walk. That's something. what I'm saying. How does it get there? I mean, that's it's funny because my brother, for some reason, you know the TLC series, uh, like my 600 pound life or my yeah, my thousand pound life. Yeah. Oh my, there's a thousand one too. I'm pretty sure there's a thousand. <laughs> it one. might be that one, but. My brother is kind of into like watching some of those episodes. So he's shown me just stories and clips of it. And I'm just like, how does this happen? But I get some insight because you hear the doctors talking to these people sometimes and they do make them do the bypass surgery, right? So they physically make their stomach smaller so that they can't eat as much. But this guy comes back to the doctor. He's like, yeah, I keep eating and I'm like throwing up and all this shit. Like I just, cause I just eat a lot. And he's like, yeah, because it's a mental thing. Like we literally took away your physical ability to crave that much food so you're still just eating it for some mental reason that's mm. what you have to address and i'm like oh shit mm. so it's like how what mental shit's going on that you get to 600 plus pounds mm. it's not like you don't know it's bad no, you course, feel yeah. that, like you feel that it's bad you no one wants to stop losing mobility or yeah struggle through it's tough man i mean i guess it's probably similar things with people that smoke cigarettes or people that do anything you know to cope with whatever it's like you probably know that it's not the best, but you're still going for it anyway. Mm. I just feel like that one is so visible, and like you can t tangibly see that so much that change. You'd think that it would like uh, trigger something a little earlier. You ever seen Doctor Pimple Popper? Yikes, dude! No, what's that? It's also on TLC. Uh, <laughs> it follows a doctor who specializes in popping pimples. Yeah, that's like gross fucking. Yeah, pimples. I can't. Like, I, I can't watch things like that. Huge, disgusting, bulging. Yeah, uh, pus filled. I, I need to take pimples. my headphones off right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot, dude. Like, I, I I can't watch things like that. Those things fucking make me want to vomit, and it's just nasty. Uh, but I think it's a similar thing. Is that um, some people just let go of their, like you could see a pimple, right, and right. just completely ignore it, and it gets to a point where it goes out of control. And I wonder if that's just a. Uh, like, if that's happened more in our current times because we have so much going on that we get distracted by it. We're just distracted by more things, so we care right. less about our body and we stop paying attention to it. Interesting. Yeah. And I, and again, I want to emphasize that. Like, we're not even talking about care about your body purely from an aesthetic form. It's more like actually no. how it functions and like actually yeah. what makes it feel good, right? Yeah, I think you're right. And we just <clears throat> don't realize the machine that it is. And like any machine... If there's no maintenance or it doesn't get the right things going into it all the time, you put the wrong type of gas in a car long enough, that engine's done, right? Like mm -hmm. you're just going to get shredded apart. Even if it runs for a week, a year, 10 years, eventually that shit's going to fall apart because it's got yeah. the wrong shit in it. And like instinctually, some animals know to stay away from things, right? Right. So like they're, animals have their own diets and they'll usually stick within that. They rarely break That's out true. Of, like a human gives them the type of food, right? Yeah. How come we lost that ability to decide or just know, like not even question it, just know like I shouldn't be eating this? I think you just said it because we got the ability to question and that's what we do with uh, consciousness and intellect is we, we question everything. It's like, oh, fuck it. I could make my own decision to not eat healthy. The fact that I have the concept of doing it, it's like, now, well, now I got to do it. I bet yeah. a dog doesn't even have that thought of, no. <laughs> should I eat this donut even though I know it's not good, but it tastes yummy, <laughs> right? I don't know. Nah, they're just like, give me some meat, like some protein, some all that shit, and I'll just eat it. Although they do eat chocolate sometimes and die. So there is that. <laughs> there is that. Chocolate is man-made, though. So Yeah. I, oh, so they don't have the instinct to really stay know, away from yeah. it. Right. It's not encoded in their DNA. Oh, Jameson. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Maybe it's the same for us then, too. It's also like those, that those things are man-made. 
So there's oh, less everything of the is innate. man-made now, so we, we don't know. And then think about it. The innate craving that's attached to candy and shit is we all innately crave sugar. I think it might be the only thing we're born wanting and craving. So it's like, if we just make a whole artificial product that is just this evolutionary thing that we love, I doubt that our subconscious, as we flash the yummy soda, mm, I doubt that our Coca-Cola. subconscious is going to say no. All right. Well, I was trying not to shout them out because they're not paying us, but there Sponsored. we go. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't know. Sponsor Can you us, just please. claim that? Oh. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorships, bro, I'm really trying to get an ambassadorship with Yerba Mate. Yeah, I'm gonna actually get try to do that. Yeah, dude, let's do I, it. On my last film set, uh, it, for those that don't know, these the past two weekends, um, I had a film shoot uh, that I was running. I was directing Sick. with Emilio as a cinematographer. Shout out Emilio, Emilio. Um, and on set, I brought like 20 Yerba Mates each time. And I, everyone who had one was like, this shit is good. This, this is like really good <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I was like, I'm telling y'all, I've been trying to put people on. I've put on probably 50 people. You put, all, you put me on, definitely. <laughs> and like put me on heavy. That's why I was so into it. I was like, yo, this shit is amazing. I haven't really been able to find it around here, at least nearby. So I have to try and find that way. But I highly, yo, know, we got to run the tape. Or you're about to if you're listening. You could listen to this podcast and hear how our enthusiasm for it has grown over the you, yeah. Naturally, too. Like, just You'll natural. probably see it in some videos. Yeah, we might have some clips where we're sipping That's on it. true. Our guests have talked about it. You know, Emil, the producer, loves it. He's definitely talked about it before, <laughs> I'm sure, on an episode. So it's true. We could be out here. And don't, I mean, maybe we cut this or bleep this or something, but don't you know somebody who kind of is, like, involved or something like that? Yo, okay, so we can have some talks. I'm gonna Rab- text him. I'm yeah, gonna text him. Rabbit hole sessioners, you might. Yeah, who knows? We might be doing a little ting soon. <laughs> we'll some, hey, we'll get some discounts for y'all out here. Maybe Ooh. we're talking like we have. I know this is crazy. Like, we're still, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and they can hear like Yerba could hear this, and they're just like, "Yeah, we, who the fuck are you guys?" <laughs> fans, Yerba, I promise we're fans. Yeah, we're we fans. love y'all. Actually, we're worshippers. Holy shit. Yikes. I was watching some NBA, drinking some wine at the bar last night. I always feel funny drinking wine at the bar, but, it, you know, I'm cool with it at this point. But my throat's a little cough, cough because of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, what games were you watching? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's real quick, uh, get me grab some water, and then we'll come back talk NBA. Ah. Or wait. Are we done with the South? Yeah, we kind of are. Well, oh. you got anything to say about the South? I don't know. It, I, I do like it. I think... As a northern guy, and I think I've said this idea at least on this podcast before, where it's like being from the north and especially northeast, you're told all these things about the south. Or if you tell anybody you're going to the south, it's immediately like, watch out for the hoods, right? Look out for the the clan sheets and shit. They're going to burn a cross on your yard. And it's like, all right, well, guys, like, come on, come on. I've never, first of all, seen a clans person in my life. I just, like... And I'm not I've saying they don't the exist. I've lived in the South and I haven't seen them. And of course they exist. Well, you're not yeah, saying they definitely that. Exist. But it's like, I've literally never seen one. So the only thing that's keeping them this present in our mind is our fear. And it's like, I'm not going to be controlled by that because that is the type of fear and idea that can understandably shut you off from doing something. Like the possibility of going somewhere thinking there's going to be a fucking Klansman there. Yeah. That's probably going to make you not want to go there. I understand that. Right. But I, I didn't just realize that. Was- the South was still <laughs> that strongly tied with racism. I see why, yeah. but I've lived in a city my whole time, and it's been that's true. cities are always diverse. Yeah, 
That's also so, the thing. Like, I'm going to a city a lot of the time, so I don't really give a yeah. fuck. Like, I don't give a if fuck. If you were going out rural Tennessee, then right. you'd probably a little Then we'd talk, right? And riskier. then we, we would have different conversations. But it's like, I know the reality of life and cities especially and, like, how media and how people's ideas can in, inflate what actually goes on, right? So it's like all these ideas you listen to, but I should just take them with a grain of salt because the truth is I'm not going to know until I go. I'll mm. just literally never know. I won't mm-hmm. have an actual experience. So I just have to go with... All right, I'll listen to this advice. Maybe I'll take these expectations in mind, but as with everything, it's got to be little bits at a time. Yeah, I don't think you could follow any of that shit because it's the truth. It's I've, I've never experienced racism in the South. I'm saying it right now. I honestly think I've experienced more racism in the North than in the South, both mm-hmm. blatant and what's the other one? Like Systemic. closeted. No, eh, oh. Maybe. I don't know. Closeted? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, actually. Yeah, yeah no. I, closeted but, but racism. Is that, like, just the glances, like the looks, is that the closeted? I, I don't. I guess more like a, uh, like soft profiling, like being asked, "Well, what's your room in this? Are you sure you're in this hotel? Like, do you are you uh, stay right? You know, like shit uh, like that. You know. But I don't know. In terms of systemic stuff, like getting jobs or like schools or any type of shit like that, I never really. It's just not in my mind to think of it like that. I don't know about you, but when I get rejected from something or like I don't get a job, I never think, oh, it's because of my skin color. That's just, I don't know. It just doesn't register in my mind. I just think, oh, I didn't have enough skills or I wasn't qualified or it just wasn't a fit, which, you know, that's a privileged mindset to have. And I just, because I haven't had to live in that type of racism my whole life. So that's good. Very grateful for that. And I just think it's a liberating thing because at least kind of motivates you in some way to do something. Right. Like if it's just racism, it's like, fuck, well, now I just can't do anything. It's this stagnant feeling of nothingness. Whereas, oh, it's because I wasn't as qualified. Let me go do some more projects in this field or let me go try and learn this skill a little more. Right. So it gives you something to do, at least something that you don't just have to wallow in. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) That all was supposed to be sadness, I guess. I was uh, (laughs) I was with you. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. But the South is cool, bro. The South is cool. I want to go back. Next time, Dallas. Down to Texas, man. We got to do a pod in Dallas. Yo, yes, actually, hold up. Texas, speaking of which, y'all have open carry now for anyone over 21 with no permit, no nothing. I kind of fuck with that. What? <laughs> I kind of thought that was cool when I saw that, man. No lie. Really? Why? How do you feel about it? Now, how do you feel about it as the Dallas, Texas man himself? Um, and in a pretty I, non-Republican place, right? Like Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. It's not... I've never seen a dude walk around with a gun. Yeah. Unless they were in the, like, one of my cousins in the hood or something. Yeah. Like, I don't see him at restaurants. No, that's a fucking lie. Actually, I went to an IHOP (laughs) at 2 a.m. And this dude walked in, and it was just two parties. It was my party and another party on the other side of IHOP. Yeah. And he walks in, and he goes, hey, what up, everybody? And he pulls out a gun. Oh, my God. And (laughs) I, you know, I freeze up. I'm eating my pancake. I look up. (laughs) I look at my friends. I look over. And he's walking towards the other party, and they're like, yo! And then oh, two shit. of them pulled out their guns, too. <laughs> <laughs> what up? What up, fam? <laughs> that's it was lit. all friendly. It was all yeah, friendly, that's but. lit, then. And that's awesome. That's like fireworks in your hand. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Instant I, party. I haven't seen it in like hotels or anywhere downtown. Never downtown. I've never right. seen anyone just walking with a gun. So that's I don't another know how, thing. how many people are actually going to do that. That's so. another thing that I feel like gets misconstrued about the South and shit. It's like everybody just has a gun all the time. You're always going to nah, see, and they're nah. going to shoot up the place the second they get the chance. Like, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. 20 other states, by the way, already have this law. Texas is not the first. They're the 21st. They're the biggest, definitely the most populous to have passed this, but they're the 21st state to have this 
uh, permitless open carry type of law. So it's not like yeah. it's unprecedented. And that's the thing is Texas is so big that some of these laws are really ta- tailored to the more countryside of things. Yep. Like super far west Texas is probably yep. where if you walk into a bar over there, they'll probably have guns all on them. Oh, yeah. Even before open carry. You know, they got yeah. their shit. They, get, yeah, exactly. they got one at like, the bar, right? They, there's a shotgun underneath the register. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so it's not going to affect sense. you know Houston, Austin, Dallas. Yeah. Those cities probably won't change. They have their nobody's gonna have a fucking ideas though. already. And honestly, it doesn't make me feel less safe. I don't know if it makes me feel more safe, but I don't feel more of a fear because of that. There is a little bit of that makes me feel more safe because it's like okay, I think people are probably going to be less likely to just start popping off if they know everyone has a gun. And I don't know Mut- if I... What's n- that? Uh, that's mutually mutual assured doom. destruction. Yeah, mutual <laughs> doom. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's a good rap name. Mutual doom. Whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's like a duo. Dude, that should be our... Whenever we release anything, it's just mutual doom. That would be pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what to do. But I, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that philosophy in life of just arm everybody and that's the safest. But in this case, it doesn't... There was that aspect. It was like, okay, I think there'd probably be less. People would be less. Like, you're not going to walk into a fucking police station and start shooting. Yeah. Everybody got guns in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Are, do you feel less safe by that? Like, do you think it's a bad policy? Um, they did say they were, um, that I think, still limiting uh, well, felons and stuff. Oh, really? They um, are still, yeah. The law itself doesn't bother me. I think they're would be uh, some more assured safety as there were more regulations. Mm. Um, wait, but so this is taking away regulation, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. He said it's 21 <laughs> and over, you can just walk around with a gun. No license? Permitless. Permitless, yep. Permitless, dude. <laughs> Either openly they get the gun or then? concealed, huh? How do they get the gun then? I guess you just go to the gun store and say, yo, can I get that shit? And maybe they still, and they probably still do a background check at the gun store because they still, like I said, limit it to felons and like different uh, mental health conditions and stuff. But yeah. yeah, you don't, it's not like you have to walk around with your papers and shit. That's what I'm more interested in. I'm more interested in the background checks and the process of buying a gun. Yeah. Well, you know what I actually found out is when I was reading some more about this is that in the FBI statistics and shit, it said that. Uh, the number of background checks fucking skyrocketed in uh, 2020 and 2021. And like, there was a lot of people like getting actually legitimate background checks to owning their guns and shit. So I thought that was actually a cool thing to know. Like, I think it said, hold on, I could see the numbers right here. I'm not going to do all of them. I'm just going to round up. But it said 4 million background checks in January, three and a half million in February, four and a half million in March and three and a half million in April. So that's fucking 16 million in the first four months of 2021. That means there's check. 16 million guns owned? Possibly. Holy shit. Possibly a transaction, yeah. Isn't that crazy, dude? Holy shit. In one, in one quarter of well, a year. Well, who knows? Those people, may, Some of those people might not have gotten the guns as well. You know, maybe they didn't pass yeah. the background check. <laughs> maybe they weren't allowed <laughs> to have their gun. That's not but, counting duplicates, right? That's not like one person going in July, January and I assume that's like March. I would assume it's just individual transactions. So it might be somebody doing multiple, yeah. I would just assume it's that. Hmm. I would assume you have to get a background check every time you get a gun. Yeah, that they should. Because what right? if you like commit a crime in between? <laughs> yeah, you, they could lie too. Like, oh, right. Where do you go? right. Yeah. It's like it's not like this fucking Dunkin' Donuts when they say, "Yo, show me the vaccine card," but you could show just a picture and you get a free donut. It's like, yo, this could be somebody else's, and you're just gonna give me a free donut, <laughs> which is cool. And I don't know if I've said this on air, but it's interesting that we're trying to. Uh, push for a healthy move, like a health decision in your life of getting a vaccine. 
by a negative health decision, which is here's diabetes. Have a free donut by getting this it's vaccine. It's one donut. It's James, a single that's how donut. You can get one a day for the rest of the year if what? you have a vaccine. That's Wait, what? I'm what? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But not, how many people actually eat one donut a day? I did it two days in a row, maybe. But you're right. You're right. But it's a holistic thing. Now that the option... Well, actually, who knows? Maybe this is the gun thing now. It Just because the option's available, does that mean people are going to do it? Or will it just incentivize a few, and that's what you kind of want? Maybe. Could be one of those. Could be one of those. It is also only handguns, though. It's not like uh, big things, like the big days and the big fucking... <laughs> Bazookas. Yeah. K-47s. <laughs> The Tommy guns, like it's the yeah. 1920s prohibition. <laughs> those are crazy to, to a Tommy gun buy these weapons of war. Weapons I, of I war. don't know, man. About those. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I get you're a right. pistol, but the pistol shotgun, and training. But uh, uh, just like a machine gun, straight up <laughs> machine gun. I've played Call of Duty. You've played Call of Duty. Right. We know what those things can I do. I got a 25 kill streak. I got yeah. 25 people with that. <laughs> oh my God, just mow them down. That's people with armor and shit, right? Like, think about just civilians. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I definitely think in society, we can max out legally at handguns, and that's fine. But also, that shit ain't easy to use. So I feel like if you're going to allow people to have it, more people will probably train, which is good, and like be responsible gun owners. Because also, that background check is shit. It doesn't directly correlate to this, obviously, but I also feel like shows that there is responsible gun ownership on the rise as well like the fact that there's a signal of the process being gone through that people respect and honestly i think a lot of people look at guns the same way uh cultures looked at swords or swordsmanship right like and how seriously took it as a culture and like you respect the rules and the care and the technique and the art of the world you know what i'm saying it's just in america it happens to be guns as the culture instead of samurais with swords interesting well there's lots of similarities between like western movies and samurai movies yeah. Oh, um, definitely. So there, there's that parallel between swords and guns, but I feel like swords you had you know the mixture of martial arts in it. Mm. There's like tech. There is technique. There's form. Right. With guns, it's just you can grab you, that thing and nah, aim, James. You aim and pop that. You thing. think there's no technique and form with guns? Not as much as sword master. James, there's so much that has to go dude, down into dude. like it got. It, I'm not saying as much, but I'm saying it's not just pick it up and shoot. There's where your no. hand goes. Okay. There's each yeah. individual finger cocking it back. The one that works the trigger. The one that has to slide the magazines out. Shooting from the hip, aiming. You know, like there's all these things. Yeah, I'm saying you're. I'm saying it's not as much as swords. And well, I don't know. I, but uh, think about it. Think about it. What's more? I, I, I'm not. Uh, I don't know how this how I can draw an equal parallel. But think about sword. That kind of is pick up and swing it. <laughs> and and like I but You're I taking can, so much away from it, bro. But this if I could if I just pick up a swing a sword, I think I have a higher chance of being effective than I have if I just pick up and shoot a gun at the ranges. No. At the ranges they're supposed to be used against just a random person. Yeah, dude. You, yeah. No. No, you're no, mo- no, you're no, much no. more likely going so to miss with the gun. To use than, than you're much sword. more likely going to miss shooting at somebody than swinging a sword at somebody. What is the range that it's supposed to be used? You well, can't I, choose that I, for a gun. I guess, well, I, okay, let's say maybe like in a real circumstance where you might use it, let's say it's not point blank because obviously that's a little fucking different. Like if it's just right in your stomach. Let's say like across the room. There's highly unlike like just a room yeah, like this. Yeah, of course it's across hot. the room. But I'm saying but that's the range you're going to use it at. Normally, if you're going to make this comparison counters. about them as weapons in a in a combat in a combat scenario, yeah. then you have to put them in the same situation because I you're think, giving one an advantage if you give them. Well, I think you would you either. One more I think you would either do the same situation or you would have to do 
the most common situation in each realm because then that's like you're most likely to interact with the weapon in that scenario you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you're gonna well, use a sword you're most likely someone's right next to you and you're gonna slice them you yeah, know what i'm saying okay. but if you put a gun right next to it, you, you might not kill with that sword if you slice it but if you put a gun that's right true. next to the same situation that's you're a good probably point. gonna kill someone that's a good point. That is a very good point. I don't remember. Wait, what was the crux of how do we get into this distinction? You think uh, swords technique is not as in-depth as gun? That is technology. not what I said. That That's what I'm getting what from this. That's what I'm getting from this. I'm trying to defend gun technique because I think there is a lot to it. And I think... Um, there's more training than people give it credit for. I'll give it that. Yeah, because but a lot even training. Of I think, think there's culture like to it as well. Like it's more than just I want something that makes me feel like I can kill, right? Like I just think there's more. As I'm learning more and more about gun culture, uh, even the process of buying guns, like how it is a pretty rigorous process and just learning about people that take care of their shit. Like there are people who have guns for reasons I didn't think I would ever want one. Like there's people just hang it up in their house the same way someone might hang up a painting, right? I could kind of understand, oh, you like it just for that type of shit. So I just think there's more of a culture to it than we think. Because sometimes it just gets over glorified as, yeah, it's just killing, which don't get me wrong. It's bad. It's bad when they're used for killing. (laughs) Like I don't like that. But there is an art to war weapons, and I think that applies with these swords, that applies to guns. I think across history, you can see there's always been kind of a romanticization of weaponry, yeah. right, and fighting. Hell, yeah, the art of war. Sword fighting itself, you know, it's so, like, in-depth and intricate and has so much to do with... This is where I would say maybe a lot more comes with technique and lore, if you would, on the sword side. It's like you're like one with the blade. Like it's an extension of self. You find yourself in it and shit like that. Guns, maybe it is more like, yeah, this is a tool I'm using for a means to an end. But swords more like, yo, this is the means. This is the end. Like this is a, mm-hmm. the extension of it all, which is great. Love that. Look at us diving into a sword lore conversation. Sword versus gun debate. In 2021, yeah. Which one's better? Uh, They also have, Texas has open carry of swords as well. Dude, I love that. That's what I I like that. (laughs) I want that to just be, everybody can just carry a sword around. And that's good. Let's switch out guns for swords, bro. I'm down. I'm honestly down. I'll spend the time to learn how to use a sword. Yeah, I I would train. It'd be sick. I would train. I guess I should start, yeah, with the wooden ones and then just start. Fighting. What's it called? Kenpo? Ken, uh, that, Ken, kendo? Is that Kendo? It might be Kendo. Yeah, I'm not sure. I remember I used to play uh, pickup sometimes at BU uh, at the gym there. And next door to one of the courts would be the Kendo classes. And they've got like the full gear with the mask. They got the whole wooden shit. They're yelling. They're fucking, you know, combat training and sparring. I'm like, yo, that's sick. I want to be part of that. I just imagine myself in it, like throwing like a leg sweep and like fucking, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. And just kind of give him a little jab on the chest. Do what I do, you know? Do yeah. what I do. I would love to uh, train under uh, Samurai Sensei and then Dude, get crazy. my own unique sword. Having like name a, it. A personal yeah. sword. Oh, you, shit. You understand the feeling of it. You know yep. how it sways in the, the air. Mm. Oh, the perfect weight, yeah. You know how to sharpen it. It's like, oh, that's the sweet spot. Oh, that one cuts nice right there. Like, <laughs> you can start flipping it in your hand and shit. Like, or hold it. There's always in all sword uh, anything, there's always a person that holds it like switch hand or offhand. You know, yeah. like instead of holding <laughs> front, frontward grip. I don't even know what that's called, what you would call that. But like a uh, different reverse? type of grip. Reverse grip, yeah. yeah I, I so. don't even fucking know. But that's why I feel like I'd be that. Like that would be sick. I would just kind of be like, eh. Oh, get the little side <laughs> slash and shit. I feel like that's dope. <laughs> I would totally learn how to do that. Oh, one day. Maybe we'll bring it back. There we should just be. I don't know what would ever get rid of guns fully, though. 
like as a weapon in life, except for something better, which I doubt. That, like oh, that is sword. a solid question because there are so many guns out in the world now that if if we wanted to to agree to just get rid of guns, everybody would have to sacrifice their arms, and that's yeah, damn near impossible. And not only that is we'd have to find all like the hidden caches of weapons that are all over the world, whether mm-hmm. military or civilian mm-hmm. or otherwise. Which I'm sure there's a bunch of just lost stockpiles of weapons. See, Think about we cartels. Keep, we keep introducing like bad things into the world, uh, like guns or bad uh, technologies yeah. that we become a- addicted and tied to. And now it's gotten so available to everyone that it's tough to get rid of it. It's yeah. tough to pull back on when we mess up on something. Who knows? One day we might be saying that about phones and social media and the internet and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I hope not because it's got a lot of good, but... It's I hope they don't say that about weed. What if, like, forty oh, years shit. from now, they're like, "Yeah, actually, weed is horrible for you." Like, <laughs> they were so wrong when they came out with those studies that it was positive. Like, they just were fucking everyone up. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> I do wonder that sometimes what the future is going to look back on in, in regret, like about this moment in time, like what we do now, that they'll be like, "Oh, that was fucked up." Eating meat's probably up there. That'll probably be up there for like future generations. Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe they ate animals and factory farmed them. I think that'll probably happen. Otherwise, I'm not sure what else. Who knows? Cars, maybe. Cars. Oh, yeah. Just natural gas and fucking... Uh, mm-hmm. Or what are those called? That group Oil? of energy. <laughs> but what are they called? Fossil fuels. Oh, fossil fuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you can see I was listening in eighth grade science class. <laughs> oh, fuck it up. Well, that's what they get for just calling it science. Like, it didn't have any specification in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. They needed general. to specify. They needed to classify it into different ones. I need details, baby. All right? Mm-hmm. I am a detail-oriented person as I look at my no list for this episode. No details, <laughs> no, no notes, and nothing. We just go. We talk Only about notice, just, just talk. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it going, whatever you do. As long as the waveforms are hopping up and down, you're doing good. <laughs> okay, on that note, I have to pee, but let's come back and we'll talk NBA, perhaps. All right, yeah. Have you been yeah. watching? Oh, I've been watching, brother. All right, all right. We'll be right back then, everybody. <laughs> Said melanin, curly hair, temperance Pretty mouth in the shoes to boot When the sundress sways, I'm soon to move Open-ended, got it going where your legs begin And when she throw it, I be catching with a big mitten I make that kitty go, that's a wet kitten You say you riding okay, then let's get in The skin hydrated, my eyes dilated The vibe wide awakened, the time that we taking Cake and bacon, make it shake it Eggs and bacon in the morning when her eyes are Don't catch me with some lost words That song bird with some strong curves All night, them neighbors heard Some symphonies been played with her Yeah, we recorded a little bit when we were in Nashville. We had to make sure to definitely yeah. take that time. ETA gonna be coming with something. Country song, bro. Yo, uh, we might, man. Should, we should have. I mean, real talk, sneak peek for the listeners and everybody is ETA is working on some new shit. You know, it's probably gonna take a little longer, but 
Well, it's just not even like uh, it's not coming soon. So <laughs> that's it's definitely not an announcement like that. Excited. But just in terms of the sound, Zamil, the producer, has been really excited to start some new shit. Because the first album was, you know, bedroom hip hop, a little rushed. And now we're taking our more time with R&B type of sounds. We definitely plan on doing more instrumentation and shit. Your boy going to be rapping on some R&B things, you know, and sounds a little singing and that shit. So that'll be fun. But I'm looking for... Are you going to sing? I love to sing on the beat. Yeah. Under the sea. Yeah. Don't do fucking crap. <laughs> That'll be great. Yo, we gotta get Jimmy McMoney on some uh the next ETA two cuts Listen, or whatever man. comes out. Listen, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll get some shit your way. The you beast know. wants to come out. The beast. <laughs> I love Jimmy McMoney on the beat, baby. Yeah, but that'll be cool. Oh, also shout out to <clears throat> excuse me. Shout out to both Ryan and Ethan. They are two guys. guys. They are two guys I met last night that were very interested in the podcast and said they will take a listen. So oh, shout really? out to y'all if you're here. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Just at the bar. It was this place called the Admiral. That's by my place. It's nice. I've been there for the past couple of days to watch basketball. It's it's a good place. They've been taking care of me. Shout out to them over there. Shout out to the girl who leveraged her pretty so I could get water. She was like hey. like she stepped to the front of the lines to get me a glass. I was like, oh, thanks, thanks, baby. Yeah, you know. I was Yo, I went thirsty. to New York one time. Yeah. And I was at the bar. I was sitting there for a little bit. I was in no rush. I was chilling and everything, just enjoying the environment. But the the bartender was just not coming towards me. Yep. There were there were like three of them. They were running around all over the place, super busy. So I yep. couldn't really blame them. And I was chilling. But this girl comes up. She taps me on the back. She said, "Have you got a drink yet?" And I said, "No, I'm still waiting." And then she goes, "Hey," to the bartender. Wow. It's a guy, and of course. She's a pretty girl. He turns around instantly. Instantly. He, he knows he before she before he even sees her. Pretty girl signal. Activate. <laughs> he walks on over as he's walking over. She said, what, what were you trying to get? I said, oh, just like a, a whiskey and Coke. Something like that. Perfect. I got. Classic. And she was like, let me get two whiskey and Cokes. Hey. Like, oh, two, huh? <laughs> hey. All right. And then... Uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was she just stealing your money? Or was she wanted to have a drink with you? Or she just wanted you to buy her a drink? No, 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 no. Oh. (laughs) She goes, uh, let me get two. And he comes back with two. She says, thank you very much. And then she dips? And that's it. (laughs) Bye-bye. And you pay for a drink? Yo, that's hard. That's like a tax. It's like, yeah, there's a fee for my services. I kind of respect that. She's a bit of a G for that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Shout out to the girls that help us out. You know, thank you. Sometimes we, you know, we all nice guys out here. It's just, you yeah. know, we get it. She actually, to her credit, was like, I understand how it works. If there's an area where I get an advantage because I'm a girl, I want to help it. I want to share. I was like, ah, oh, dope. Hey, I great. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. Buy me a drink then. And she yeah. said, nope. She said, no, nope, <laughs> we're definitely not there yet. And I was like, oh, yeah, oops. Just kidding. Anyway, point is. <clears throat> Original point was NBA because that's where I was watching it. Basketball. Been watching We're a few games. Basketball. A, this is the most I've watched in a little bit, and like I've been watching a lot of teams and a lot of inside the NBA, watching a lot of the replays or sorry, the highlights and shit. I'm rooting for now. Besides the Clippers. Besides yeah, we'll we'll get we got to save that one for last because it's right. just fucking. Well, maybe not last, but let's just start there. Fuck it. Let's just start there. Fine. I'm, All right. Yeah. We'll start there. <laughs> yeah, I see you come to life, bro. You see you come to life. I'm really disappointed in the Clippers, dude. What's going on right now? And yes. it, it sucks because I don't care about the Clippers, like, as a team. I care about mm-hmm. Kawhi. Yeah. And that's the end. So it's like when I see him not doing well and then the team doesn't do well because he does it, it forces me to cheer for the fucking Clippers, which I hate. 
but I love me some Luca, dude. Hey. He's got so much swag. He's bro. so fun to watch. He's, he's crazy. Got he's, swag. He's, got, he's gotten cockier. He's gotten way oh, more cockier. Oh, so much. Dude, yeah. the, it was within the in the, the first quarter of the last game I was watching. Fucking Zubach, the seven footers guarding him. Literally three plays in a row. He stepped backs on him. I think one play was maybe like a shimmy in the lane or like a little one footer uh in like mid-range yeah. type of shit. And he's just like fucking talking that shit after hitting those <laughs> shots. He's like, get him off me, bro. Like he's done. Who was guarding? And he was him? home. That's the thing. He was oh, at he's home. Nuts, dog. He just coming off a two game win. It. He was feeling that shit. I he saw splashed. something. Three yeah. three-pointers within the first First quarter. three shots, yeah, bro. first three just, shots, dude. And not even just splat. Like, he shook him up, stepped back. Like, it was three moves. It wasn't just three <laughs> shots. It was fucking dope. And I saw something that said uh, Luca might be the first player since LeBron to come into the league with, like, potential for GOAT status or being up there on the Mount Rushmore. And, wow. bro, as I watch this kid play, I'm seeing it. Whoa. Uh, I think I'm converting. I'm converting. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it just sucks that I have to cheer against Dallas because I don't want you to have that over me. <laughs> like, if Dallas was playing anybody else, I would be cheering for them, but I need Kawhi to just fuck it. Hey, but they, man, Luca just don't like them, boys. I saw somebody tweet that too, and it's like, he's just fucking rains on the Clippers. He's doing his best. He to, well, he lost against them in his That's like, biggest playoff time or run. That's true. In the past few years. Hold on. Uh, can I? Can I take yeah, a yeah, quick pause real quick? Sorry. You good. Hello. Okay. Well, that was my girlfriend that called me. Oh. And she was concerned <laughs> because at the beginning of the podcast, I said, I'm potting right now. I'm busy. Sorry. Because she, uh, she wanted to talk. Okay. And now she called me and she's like, why are you pooping for so long? Oh, my God. Oh. And I said, <laughs> I said, potting, girl. And she goes, oh. <laughs> That's good that she's she's timing it. First of all, that's crazy. But she watching the <laughs> clock on you in there. But well, I told yeah. her I would call. I would call after. Oh <laughs> right, and it's like two hours. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. She'd be like, Jamie, you need some fiber, dog. You having trouble yeah. in there? But speaking yeah. of shitting, what? Luka Doncic shitting on them. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I feel about that series. I think it's pretty dope. Patrick Beverly's just fucking annoying. I'm over it now. It used Thank to be. Thank God, cool. bro. It's about time you're over him, man. It used He's to be not cool. That good. I'm over it. Uh, no, now definitely not. Especially after watching this, I'm like, you suck, bro. And like that, <laughs> the uh, annoying shit. I know it's his job to be the annoying guy, but now it's just fucking obnoxious. It doesn't. When he's help. not backing it up. It's not. Yeah. Not exactly. Yeah. Fucking Pat Bev of the Rockets is gone. He's long over. It's mm-hmm. fucking done for. So that's yeah. Fuck that. I also, think uh, the Clippers are definitely going to dissolve as a team if they don't. They need they don't to make it this time. I yeah. don't know what's up with Paul George. Nothing. He ne- he never seems like he wants to play. Even mm-hmm. when I think I uh, think I voice energy at halftime where I was like, Paul George has like twenty points or whatever. He's a leading scorer, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like he doesn't want to be there. It feels like like this is the vibe he's getting. And then you see they lose every game. Clearly, it's not an effective twenty twenty five. Like, I saw him throw a pass that was easily picked off. He just fell down at some point, like, tripped over <laughs> his feet. That was crazy. So, somebody spun him. I think it was Luca. Somebody so fucking broke his ankle on a little half spin move, but they didn't, but he didn't shoot. Like, he passed it off, so, like, nobody really saw. But he fell the fuck down, like, yeah. badly. And I was like, oh, my God, Paul George, PG. Pandemic P, baby. Pandemic <laughs> well, P. he was doing pretty good in the, the last game. Fuck that. The last Clippers game. Fuck um, that. So, but he's very inconsistent. He's it's the braids, bro. Take the fucking mm-hmm. braids out. Go back to the <laughs> low cut fro. That was good. That was I, I good. Agree. Yeah, well, not fro, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't have high hopes for, like you said, the Clippers going on. 
Fucking games tonight, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The Heat, bro, they're getting smuckered, aren't they? Yeah. Just getting they smothered I think they just won by... their last one, though. They yeah. won yesterday, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> they did. No, I thought they lost. Wait, 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 wait. Why? 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't they right get now. swept? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm big bugging, bro. Yeah, big buggy oh, boy. Oh, I'm big bugging. You yeah, I thought they were three ones. No, they got swept pretty fast. Yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. sucks for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I fucking love Jimmy. Butler. Yeah, it is. It is pretty a shame. He's like one of the best players to root for, but they just got fucking cremated. Yeah. And like <laughs> talk about heat, and I don't. Even, and like I saw Giannis hitting fucking turnaround fadeaways, like Kobe type moves. I'm like, dog, I see why. Fucking mm-hmm. Drew Holiday's the truth. PJ Tucker's dope. Like all of these additions. Drew and shit. Holiday is really good. Do you think so they'll good. stay a team if they don't make it to the, the finals this time around? Because there were already talks of Giannis trying to leave last year. Really? I thought that he, when he signed his deal, he was like, I'm never leaving. This place is awesome. It's like, he got the how five. Many, how many players deal. say that, though? I don't. Uh, yeah, you're true. You're true. You're true. <laughs> you're I right. am true. You are truth incarnate. Yes, indeed, <laughs> my son. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. I don't know. I I feel like they should. I think it's a really good group that they have, and this is probably the first time they have a solid offense that isn't here. Giannis start at the top of the key and just run with uh, into the paint with the ball and see what you can do. Right? It worked for a while. It did, but now it's like we we get it. Like that's why the Heat beat him last year. It's like we know what to do. We just stop Giannis or we make Giannis do everything, and then nobody else can do shit. Now they got people that are doing some shit. Drew Holiday uh-huh. does some shit. Chris Middleton some shit. PJ Tucker, some right? Like he puts up the, <laughs> the effort that's necessary. I can't, I can't hold. It. I, I could, I could never be Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless to like have to keep up that type of persona just yeah, you constantly. Keep that energy, yeah. Ah, the da 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 that's tough. What about uh? What about the Celtics? What um, about them? I saw some of that one yesterday while I was watching between Mavs and Clippers. It seems all right. They they went up. It's two one. Yeah, it's two one. Two one Brooklyn. They, uh, they managed to beat the Nets. I'll be honest. After Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving said some shit about this, the said. drama surrounding theirs because you know they were mad when Kyrie was on their team because he's not a good team player. He's right. more of a superstar that you kind of just need to let it do his own thing. Right. Um. He said and some shit in a pre-press conference that was like, I hope there's no racism. That's the, what I was going to bring up. He I'm said, like, yeah, come on, I hope bro. when I go to Boston, you know, they're not racist. I'm like, come on, son. Like, fuck off. I mean, and you know what? <laughs> there's probably a lot of merit. He's probably right. And he's not, he the, only player. Right. He's not I mean, the only player I've heard that from. He's been on the court in in that stadium yeah. more than a lot of people, right? So, more than me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so he's <laughs> heard things. Sure. He's definitely heard things. Absolutely. Uh, I was just like, ugh. Like, that's the. It's I, a, yeah, it was the very soundbitey. It was very soundbitey. Is he doing it just so you know he could stir up some? And his track record being just whiny and shit. Like it's not. It doesn't serve well for whatever he's trying to say. It's just like come he on. He could be so. just attacking Boston as a place. And you lose um, all. Yeah, that's true. And you lose all credibility as, as anything when you do the flatter shit and stand by it so staunchly. <laughs> it's like now anything else you say, I'm just gonna take. But like, get it out, man. Get it out of here. Yeah. But so we'll see. He's a really good player. But he's been balling. He's been balling though. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the closest thing to a street ball player in in the NBA. I love it. He, yeah. It's our he's, it's he's our a flashy player. He's cool. it's our Allen Iverson, which is great. Yep. 
Except yeah, that's true. It's even flashier and even more annoying. But you know, otherwise, it's definitely it's, more annoying. I guess it comes with it. If you get the better you are, the more annoying you are. Even LeBron's fucking annoying now with his fucking just talking. He, all the time. oh my god, he had that horrible flop that ended up hurting CP. Which one? The you, one where it looked like he was that? pulling his arm. Yeah. Well, no, no, it was the one where he like fell on the ground and was like holding his shoulder, like. Oh ah, shit! No, I didn't oh see my that god, one. my arm is falling off. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. But it he hurt just sells fouls so hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, CP got out on the same play. CP and uh, LeBron were injured. Yeah. Um, LeBron was definitely not as injured as CP, and CP tried playing through it, mm-hmm. and now he's just. I think he's sitting out, and the Suns have like a chance of getting knocked out now. Shit. He's not Shit. only a really good player, but he's a good um, coach almost. Like he he. Right. Player coach pulls his team to go different ways. Mm. Um, he's really good at reading defenses. They're a fucking good team, dude. Like I was watching them yeah. play, and I was just like, "Wow, this is surprising. This is really interesting." And I just love that it's a. Uh, there's so many teams that I care about that I never have, like that I'm interested mm-hmm. in watching the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in watching the Suns. I'm interested in watching Den. Well, Denver's not in the playoffs right now, right? But um, yeah, yeah, the Nuggets are in. Who are they playing? The Nuggets. They're playing um, the motherfucking. Uh, the they just Nugs. lost against them. Um, Let's see. Hold on. It's the Blazers, dude. The Blazers. There it goes. Oh, oh, that's yeah. that series. I haven't been paying attention to at all. That it's one a good in the series. You should. I know. I probably should. should. That in the Sixers. I haven't been paying attention to at all. The fucking Jazz and Grizzlies, though, dude. John Moran is unbelievable. Yeah. Like I keep yeah. seeing him do shit. I'm like, this is unbelievable. The things he's like doing on the court when he jumps, when he's fucking shooting, when when he jumps and shooting, like I sound like a fucking <laughs> eighty year old. When that boy just jumps and shoots and like, 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 it's so great. But it's like wow, and it just the will. But, I mean, he yeah, he put up forty seven points against the number one seed team. That's fucking nuts. That's <laughs> incredible for. Is he a rookie? He's a rookie. I don't know. I don't think so. No, nah, wait. What year, John Morant in the league? Hold on, we gonna look it up. That's what we do now. We sometimes look things up. Uh, what? Oh, no, that oh was last God. year. He was rookie of the year last year. Sorry. Uh, this is what my search ended up being. What John ja Morant in the lager? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I don't know why it was Swedish, but you know, that's kind of just how it feels. Anyway, so that's pretty sick. And like again, another team that I've just never been interested in before, but the Jazz and Grizzly series I'm really interested in. So that's pretty sick. Grayson Allen, it's cool to see him doing well and not just see him getting shat on by everybody, which is nice. Mm. I saw him take mm-hmm. it big at Gobert, and I was like, let's fucking go. Don't <laughs> fucking back down from that French boy. That French boy. We don't back down from that shot. Never. Never. I forget he's French very often. I Same. And then I hear him speak, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Dude, uh, I think about, and we never spoke about this, but that shit where he like gave the whole team COVID when he was rubbing the mics and shit with oh, his hair. Oh, I forgot about that, bro. Were, I, I I saw like a clip of that recently, and I was just like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, <laughs> why would he do not, that? not even from a COVID standpoint, but it's just like, why are you, why are you just rubbing everything? Just leave. I, I, like, I don't care. And I, I didn't hear the joke before. Maybe it was something length, but I just just weirdo and he's got these like big and his huge hands and the mics yeah, are so small and I'm just, it's fucking weird looks like he's just grabbing tennis balls <laughs> fucking what, if he, what I'm saying man French at least weirdo. he didn't like uh like put them in his mouth like all the mics in his mouth that would be insane and very <laughs> intense I don't could you imagine just after the press conference? All right, thanks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that hurt. <laughs> I spat on my mic. Yuck. <laughs> I wish y'all could see that. Oh I wish so, God. too. Maybe they could hear it. I wonder how that came out in the audio. Uh, uh, oh, I definitely cool. fucked something up. It sounded cool. Uh, <laughs> that's a new segment. It's eating the microphone. Do it again. No. It kind of hurt okay, my mouth. Fine. And my that's mouth okay. is dry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty. Uh, let's see. What about the other series? I don't care about the Knicks. Sorry, New York. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's funny to see people outside chanting and shit, but don't really care. The series is nice. Trey Young's balling, but the last yeah. game I saw wasn't mm-hmm. that fun. I wasn't that entertained, so we'll see. I actually didn't watch the last one, but he talks a lot of shit, man. Yo, there's a Trae lot Young. of cocky youngsters in this playoff. He's talking his shit, man. John Morant, Trey uh, Young, Luca, they're awesome cocky young boys, and I'm loving it. It's very uh, cool seeing that that's the future of our or uh, the NBA, like yeah. we're gonna be watching them for the next at least five years. The league's in years, good hands. Man. Great hands, man. I keep seeing shit nowadays on Twitter. It's like one day there will be an NBA where LeBron doesn't step on the court to play, right? And like the wording is always something cheesy like that. But I'm like, yeah, man, it's coming soon. There's gonna be like, a day where LeBron isn't playing anymore, and that's gonna be three or four nuts. years. Yeah, it's crazy that so much of my life, like in terms of my interest has been anchored around this person because the NBA blew up off LeBron's back, right? And so a lot of my interest comes off of being anchored by LeBron. There's going to be a day where that's just not there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nutty, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I like watching him play. Yeah, I respect like, it a lot now. You, you kind of got to pay attention because it's modern history. Whoa, that's true. Whether you like it or not, he's a societal figure and icon. And it, mm-hmm. to his credit... Be well beyond basketball as well, which is unique mm-hmm. as well, for, apart from the sports stars before him. So that's an incredible thing, too, is my enjoyment of watching him play is enhanced because it's not like, oh, it's just confined to this realm of sports. Like me supporting this guy also goes to him being able to do all these incredible things that he's trying to do, right? And the positive change he's trying to affect. So that's great. That's a great thing. It's a lot of fucking pressure on someone's shoulders. But, you know, Huge. boy's got some strong shoulders. When he's not yeah. flopping, he's got some strong shoulders. He can carry that shit. He can carry that shit. (laughs) Shout out LeBron, the king. Impromptu tribute, but shout out. (laughs) Any other NBA takes? Uh, What's my biggest NBA take? Um, KP on the Mavs. I'm fucking tired of him. Oh, why? What's going on? Fucking tired of him. (laughs) What's he doing? He's just flopping, man. He's not (laughs) doing what he needs to do, man. He had a chance to make a clutch three in the last game that would have put the momentum back. Yeah, but he's not an offensive person anymore. He's not even a defensive person. That man is what six, seven something, and he he is six eleven or seven between those. Big boy. He, I think more. I think he's like seven three or some shit. He had fucking three points and three rebounds. Oh my god! In a playoff game where you're supposed to be the second player on best. In a win, game. right? No, or that was an L. Oh, in a loss. That was in okay. our first loss. Yeah, yeah, got you. He had a chance to step up. He failed miserably. Yeah. That is a shame. You were very high on him when he came over, I remember. Talking all that shit, saying this is going to be the boy, this yeah, Europe But I can't connection. admit that he's bad to, to like a Knicks fan because they'll just never let me live it down. Yeah, that's true. Especially right now. They're on an all-time high. It's fucking annoying. Like Social media, NBA social media with Knicks fans infiltrating is so annoying. <laughs> the playoffs are more talk. exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is more exciting and like funny to see the shit afterwards, but so obnoxious. Shout out to Mike Dub. 
You know what you do on Instagram. Mike Dev, is he a Knicks fan? Oh, yeah, he's from New York. Shout out, shout out. No and way. I, yeah, I see him getting hype with all the Knicks memes, all of the <laughs> playoff shit, and rocking the hat. I'm like, ah, these Knicks fans. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I can't talk because Toronto ain't nowhere to be seen. And then my loosest connection, Kawhi, is fucking shitting in some beds right now. All in those I beds. I to a new team, man. Tied yeah, to. I should just reinvent myself. I'm in a new city. I can be whoever I want. Yeah. This podcast is unfortunately the track record, but anybody just in person around here, I could be a new person every night. Is there That'd a Tennessee uh, basketball team? Oh, is that the Memphis no. Grizzlies? Oh, Memphis? yeah. What? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, John Morant, bro. Ja, ja. Young, da, 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 da. Did you know that? Fuck it. I forgot All the right. hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the. <laughs> I'm just, we're getting to that point. I need a break soon because I need water. But I, I didn't realize that in Tennessee, or in Nashville specifically, their hockey team. First of all, the Predators is the name of their hockey team, mm-hmm. and then their thing is they call it Smashville, like instead of Nashville. So it's like the Predators in Smashville. It's very intense when you hear that being like just blasted on the speakers and on a bunch of banners when you walk down the street. Oh, but Lord. it does make for some great comedy in the moment as you walk around. <laughs> so there is that. Holy shit! Okay, I need water. Are we done with NBA? Mm-hmm. I need water. Yeah, we're done with the NBA. Thirsty. I think. Well, you want to do Invincible? Uh, oh, shit. Or, you or what? Invincible? We could Invincible or we could save it. Depends. Let's, uh, let's save it because I think I actually have to dip out soon. Okay, let's end it now then. I, I have my Sahara Desert mouth. All right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yo, what's up? Or, yo, what's up? This isn't the beginning. Yo, what Thank- up? Yeah, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. This is what we do. We'll go, go. <laughs> <laughs> delirium has set in man it's been a long week uh, and weekend i'm a little oh, tired so is james yeah but we still here for the pod because we're dedicated to y'all thank you for listening to another episode of rabbit hole sessions do you have last words for the people like money um yeah man uh embrace summer you know let's get the mm. roaring 20s popping off let's wow buck wild i've Unless- heard a- Go, go, go. You don't want to. Unless you want to. <laughs> yeah. You want to of say your, any of Of your own volition. <laughs> I've heard people saying this might be the biggest American summer ever, like in terms of mm. transactions, in terms of everything. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I echo those sentiments. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Peace. <sighs> yes. Dude. <laughs>